Happy Startup School podcast. To find out more about what we do, visit our website at thehappystartupschool.com or follow us on Twitter at Happy Startups. This is Carlos from the Happy Startup School, and this is a bonus episode of our podcast. It's an interview with Gar Macriosta. Gar joined our first ever homeschool, and he came to our summer camp, and he came out to us, came out with us to the Alps, to our altitude event. This podcast is really an interview with him to get his thoughts and ideas from his experiences of all the various things that he's done with us. So I hope you enjoy it and. Yes, uh, over to me and Gar in the studio. So to start off with, uh, I'm talking with Gar Macriosta. Uh, is that right? That's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's Irish and she'd kill me if she t- found out I can't pronounce Irish names properly. I'll make you pronounce the name of the town I live in. Go for it. D-R-O-G-H-E-D-A. Oh, no. I, I, I was quizzed on that. D-R-O... See, I was going to say Drogheda, but now I know it's Drogheda. Drogheda. Spot yeah. on. See? It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm slowly being indoctrinated. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Gar, for spending some time with me. Um, and really, what wanted to really find out, start off with, um, essentially, who you are, what you do, uh, and essentially, where, well, what has your journey been so far? The journey so far, um, I, I guess uh, first and foremost, so uh, dad of four, wife of one, oh, and dog owner as well. So that that kind of sums up pretty much everything that I need to say to anybody there. So in terms of my journey has led me to that primarily, and then the other stuff has kind of been the supporting act to kind of put some shape on it. Um, I guess from a professional perspective, which is kind of how we we engaged in the first place, was uh. I have a company called Business Model Adventures, uh, based in Ireland, a consulting company. We've been around for a few years with a little hiatus or a little break last year. But our goal is to is to really find new and interesting ways to to help organizations work on their businesses. One of the things that we focus on as well is that a lot of I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna badmouth other consulting companies in this because they come in and they make big promises about what they can do for you with a certain amount of certainty actually with a lot of certainty not even a certain amount and our strategy in this which is probably counterproductive from a business development perspective is to agree with our clients up front that we don't know what's going to happen and that uncertainty is a fact of life and that it's really dealing with that and dealing with that uncertainty is part of the problem and part of the challenge so we're looking for big thorny kind of messy wicked problems adaptive challenges and that's kind of where we fit and where we play if you've got a straight up regular project that anybody could do we probably aren't the, cl- uh, the the company to come and help you do that. I think one of the other things we're trying to do is uh, get away from the um, the view or I guess the stereotype of how consultants were seen. And so they typically were gray-suited mood hoovers was uh, one of the, the new terms I learned at the Happy Star- or at Summer Camp last year. But that's kind of the perception and it's, it's one of fear. The way we look at it is um, when we go in and work with clients, it's an adventure. So it should be exciting. It should be fun. A lot of times organizations are focused on changing processes or changing org structures or changing things like that. But primarily when we're going in to help clients, we're trying to change the things inside people's heads. So the stuff between their two ears. 
So it's really focusing on brain-friendly change is how we like to think of it. So we've kind of stripped things bare. We focus on good, really good tools and, and just different ways of doing things. That's how I ended up coming across the, well, Happy Startup School, Happy Startup Summer Camp was an article that Lawrence uh, had written, Lawrence McCall had written on Medium, which was on the um, the Happy Startup Canvas. It was a triangle as opposed to being a, a, a rectangle. So it, it made it new and interesting. So um, I guess that was my first encounter with you guys. And then when, uh, so I subscribed and I was kind of following what you were doing. And there were a bunch of other things around that time that I guess had, uh, made what you guys were doing seem to fit perfectly with where I was going and how I saw a kind of a, a, a different future for organizations, I guess, in terms of how they were operating. So that's kind of what led me to you. And then uh, when the Happy Startup Summer Camp was released, uh, I looked at the agenda and I think I talked by email with both of you guys kind of on and off, but quite limited at that point. And it just seemed like something new and interesting and a different way of approaching a conference. And plus I got to, it was my birthday, I got to bring my wife away. So now, to be fair, I don't think I told her that she was going to be sharing a tent with three other people for three days. But that was probably an oversight. I should have read the small print up front. Well, it was actually quite large print, but I, that's, that's one thing I'll, I'm not going to do it this year. <laughs> okay, I'm coming, but we're getting our own tent. It just looked like something that was going to be a really fun experience. And that's what I was looking for. And I've, I've both hosted... Um, uh, conferences and attended many conferences and the last thing I wanted to do was sit in a theatre style environment and be lectured to so this looked like an opportunity to kind of get involved get engaged it seemed like it was going to attract a wide group of people who were kind of more broadly focused and definitely would challenge would come up with challenging conversations and ideas and hopefully challenge me and that's what I got out of it as well I guess the summer camp as a whole was just end to end it was just so much fun so I'll say that first first off but it was really quality conversations with people. The challenge with regular conferences is that the quality conversation is just jammed into 10 minutes between two sessions that you're told you can't miss. And because people are being dragged different directions, you never get to really engage or have the good conversation. Whereas with this, there was so much opportunity to, there was no pressure. So there was so much opportunity to sit down and spend time and think about things. You could really find opportunities at the most unexpected, so waiting for the shower you could just decide to have a conversation about something, right? And that's that was one of the big benefits for me. And I think plus the setting as well, it was just an amazing setup. From, if I look back at it, and I, I was making some notes earlier on, but I really, I, I struggled to put my finger on kind of one thing that was, that I took away as a key key takeaway from the summer camp, that three things that I think impacted me most were, so Matia, so the guys from Matia uh, got up and spoke about the, their thousand days so what they'd done in the previous thousand days and the thing that struck me most about them was that if i ever saw a role model for my own kids that's what i saw in those guys just the confidence and the determination to kind of do things but they have a vision they have an idea they have a purpose and they're going for it and that was it was just truly staggering the the next one was uh, and jack hubbard has has gotten lots of press over this one but uh the, the bucket list business planning and I, came, I remember distinctly walking out of the barn after Jack's session and walking up to him and, and trying to explain to him that he'd actually connected. I, I felt pretty stupid because he connected dots in my head that I'd never connected before. And the way Jack explained it, it just connected dots for me. And I went, that's what's meant to happen. And the last one was, uh, and this is Charlie Davies and, and Charlie features. He screwed my head up on a number of occasions, but Charlie had, uh, he did a money workshop 
and he challenged, I guess he challenged the group to say, what is money as a tool of actually seeing yourself, seeing your goals, seeing your dreams, seeing the constraints that are holding you back and things like that. And that honestly was, it was just such a, a, there were some powerful moments in there for the entire group. And when you look at it now, it, from where we're all standing, it was like, oh, wow, he just connected dots that I'd never connected before. So that's, that's kind of where I ended up at the end of summer camp. And I came away from it just charging. Right, so I was just all stoked up. And I've come away from some conferences feeling like that before, but this was real energy. But it was an energy connected to not, not a single idea, but just a purpose. We're all kind of going the same direction and challenging that, the, that there be a better way. When the Altitude popped up, Altitude was, it just looked like a chance to get a shot in the arm. When I saw the invitation for Altitude coming out and I looked at where it was and what it was about, and, and it was very non-specific what it was about. So people would ask me, why are you going to this? And I couldn't tell. But they just knew that it was it was, some, it was going to be good and it was something that they would definitely take something away from that they'd enjoy. So that's that's kind of where how I ended up going on it. So I applied, had a couple of back and forth email conversations with yourself and Lawrence. And I guess what, one of the attractions was after the summer camp last year, I knew it was going to be good fun no matter what. And whoever showed up was going to be the right people who were there. And we, then we arrived at the airport in Geneva, and it was literally uh, arrived at the airport, and we all had agreed. So Ted Irvin had uh, Irvine had he uh, he made arrangements for a shuttle. So eight people who didn't know each other met at a place which was unmarked in the airport, which was quite difficult in its own right. So we got together, hopped on a shuttle, and ended up in this most magnificent place, this chalet in the Alps. That's kind of how, how I ended up there, because it, it was in search of a recharge, in search of, again, meeting this group of people and having these quality conversations, which that's the common theme for me, the quality conversations. Like Altitude kind of upped the game on on the summer camp last year because it was more intense and more focused and for a longer period of time. I think things got to evolve more and you got to work on stuff that potentially you hadn't worked on previously, where things you were putting off, things that you weren't thinking about, it just gave that headspace to kind of take an opportunity to do it. And there was no pressure to do anything else. And there was no there was no punishments for not participating. It was just it was just a cool setup and an environment. The food, the people, the hanging out. And then having the families around was a really cool vibe as well. So your kids and Lawrence's kids and Wiro's kids, it was great to and Alice's kids, great to have all of those guys around. The key takeaways I, I got from Altitude were that I had two very unique moments. One again was with Charles. And he has a workshop that you, it was around uh, creating or developing very clear ideas. So how to clarify an idea. And I went through that. And with Wiro, we did a Lego Serious Play workshop one morning. And part of both of them uh, was, was really trying to figure out what your purpose was. So one was building your purpose in Lego, which is kind of for anybody who's not been involved in a Lego Serious Play workshop, it's to be seen and to be, or actually it, it needs to be done to be believed. And the other one was with Charles, where I was actually describing a product I was trying to build, but ended up describing the purpose behind it in terms of what I was trying to do. And it came down to that whole thing about the purpose or my purpose and therefore business model adventures purpose is releasing people who are trapped. So they're either trapped by a business model, they're trapped in an org design that doesn't work, they're trapped by an environment that's shifting in, uh, around them. And to get them out of there, it's an adventure to get them out of there. And that's kind of... And I ended up in that place through these two workshops, which is great. I mean, hanging out with you guys and Jack was so much fun for the, for the days. And the workshops we did and the things we did, the workshop you guys did on the last day, 
and that out of that fell the the happy checks or as i call them commitment cards in the first place but lawrence being a much better brander than i am rebadged them i think kumaran uh kumaran brought in a, such an understated way brought such uh just just him to the table he just brought himself to the table and i think we were all blown away when he gave us talk about his life and that was one it was a real shot in the arm because it was a guy who'd seen adversity looked it straight in the face turned his life around done lots of amazing things but was just consciously like a real seeker looking for something better looking for new ways and i think i guess jack's whole um free range business and that whole concept is one that stuck with me as well and it was I've, I've been experimenting since then in terms of getting people outside in some of the workshops we're doing so i was running a training program on we we did the last day in, in the park eating ice cream talking about stuff and it didn't make it any worse it probably made it better but it was certainly more fun and that whole idea of getting out of the environments that we've created for ourselves and we want to live in and getting somewhere else like the workshop that we did where we climbed a mountain and had some of the coolest conversations we've ever had I mean, you can't, it's very difficult to explain to people what changed in those circumstances, but I think it changed my perspective on on what's right or how things can be done. So it just opened up boundaries and it just kind of broke down some some barriers that I had before, certainly. I guess the, the last bit was just some of the people. Uh, so if I look at, uh, at Ruth reinventing supermarkets, I mean, in a truly amazing way, I mean, it, like she's taking on Tesco, and they're dead. They just don't know it yet. Martina and the, the Young Happy Minds. If you if you put that into foundational education for our kids and the generations that are coming behind, I think a lot of the things that we're dealing with now just don't become problems anymore. So it's we're we're trying to put sticking plasters on stuff that's broken right now. But if you can reinvent it with that mindset, with that growth mindset from the beginning, it's sensational. I think Alex with the Learning 3.0 stuff, I think he's some of the stuff he's talking about doing in terms of an evolution of how we do education as well. I mean, that's that's fundamental to reinventing the way we're educating our children. So there were really powerful kind of like world altering kind of concepts. And obviously the stuff that you guys are doing as well. I mean, I put that up there with the, in the same, in the same bracket. So that's, I mean, I, I took so much stuff away from it that it was, uh, it's, it really was, and, and I don't use it lightly, but it really was kind of life-changing in terms of my view, my appetite for this stuff. The way I can, I guess, connect with other people and then have the conversations that it's kind of difficult in some cases to have because if if you're seeing this new, if you have this view of how the world could be and you're trying to share it with people, sometimes if they're not there and they're not in the same place, it's often hard. In this situation, you're having it with a bunch of people who are all seeing the same thing, but you're having a different conversation about, okay, so we all agree that's where we want to get to, somewhere out there. Now, how do we get there better? How do we get there faster? How do we do it differently? So all of those kind of things have, have really impacted the way I'm I'm thinking about my life and my business. And that's that's kind of, that's how I ended up after Altitude. So that was, it was an amazing experience. Like it's, I guess it's reaffirmed a number of things. So we're pretty clear on where we're going. So it's grow the team, grow the tool set, kind of, and, and really try and have an impact and challenge the way that, I guess, traditional consulting has been done. Cool. All right. Um, um, well, thanks a lot for your time. And, uh, well, we will definitely uh, well, trying to do more of these. I'm going to have to try and line up some more altitudes to get their, their opinion of what was going on. Can I say one thing as well? Which Go was. Special thanks to Haya 
who traveled to Ireland after altitude to come and support me uh, in an adventure race I was running a couple of weeks ago. So uh, it, it was, a, I'm not going to get into the detail of it, but uh, one of the commitments he made out of, out of altitude, I asked, I asked people how could they help me complete an adventure race and not die? Because I had done very little training at this point. And Haya said, I can't help you at all, but I can support you. So he flew over to Ireland, stayed with me here. We went to Donegal, did the race, didn't die. It's all good. Uh, that's great. Now, to see those connections being made and people sort of like, yeah, following up on them, that's, that's fantastic to hear. And so I hope you enjoyed that little interview. Um, actually, it was just more of a monologue from Gar, but it was really interesting to hear his take on the stuff that we're doing. And so, yeah, uh, until next time, I hope you have a good rest of your week. <laughs>